Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Wednesday, March 29th, 2023, Anno Domini. Tonight's top story, the militant trans movement. Next, Biden's Farazine policy team racking up L's across the board. And finally, the grand jury in President Trump's case just can't get it up. Alvin, what's going on, man? Set to break for a month. All this and more head Human Events Daily. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. She was under care, doctor's care, for an emotional disorder. Uh, law enforcement knew nothing about the treatment she was receiving, but her parents felt that she uh, should not own weapons. They were under the impression that was when she sold the one weapon that she did not own anymore. As it turned out, she had been hiding uh, several weapons uh, within the house. We also don't have a motive uh, at this time. Uh, we feel that uh, the students that were targeted were randomly targeted. There was not any particular uh, student uh, that they were, uh, that she was looking for at the time of the incident. The trans movement is getting more and more militant. And the rise of militancy in this same movement has actually now been called out by the Daily Mail. You go to dailymail.com right now, you'll see right at the top, it says, this is highlighting a rise in militancy in the trans movement. You look at the flags they wear. You look at the rhetoric that they use. They will say the flag patches. They will say, you need to pick up a gun. You need to fight back. We talked yesterday and debunked, by the way, this notion of transgenocide, this idea that there's some kind of transgenocide going on all around the country, all around us on Charlie Kirk yesterday. And I said, I said, Charlie, I don't think that you and I are, are leading the transgender death squads. There's no Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec death squad running around the country, rounding up transgenders, putting them in camps. Uh, or, or you know, all of this nonsense. You, you can go to wikipedia.com right now and look up transgenocide, and there's a whole article on it. You can find everything about it. You can go online, you can go on Twitter right now and look up transgenocide, and they'll say they'll, it will act as if this is something that's actually going on, like this is a real thing. They are claiming that there's an ongoing genocide happening right now in the United States against the trans community that doesn't exist. Why does this matter? It matters because they're using this type of propaganda the same way ISIS did to radicalize members of this ideology and members of this movement. Now, you had, let's go through the list. Maya Alec McKinney took part in a shooting in Denver, Colorado at a school in May of 2019. Snachaya Mosley killed three at a Rite Aid warehouse in Aberdeen, Maryland in September 2018. There's been other incidents, uh, transgenders killing their, there was one in New York, she killed her father while he was asleep. She was in her twenties, just picked up a knife and started stabbing him. 
You can, and you can find more and more. This isn't necessarily being done just because of crime. It's because being done because of this movement and specifically this case. Now, let's look at what actually happened here. Oh, and by the way, the other one, we just had the resignation of the press secretary for the governor of Arizona, Governor Hobbs, who then stated that if people who came up that disagreed with the transgender movement, she posted a photo as if she would kill them. And she's just resigned in absolute disgrace. Remember, these are the people who are decent. This is decency. Actually making jokes about killing people just a few days after a Christian school was massacred down in Nashville, Tennessee. So we're going to talk about that case. We're going to talk specifically about what happened there. And I wanted to put a spot. We talked a lot about Audrey Hale and the insanity that drove Audrey Hale to commit this act. I've talked about the fact that the FBI still won't release the manifesto on this. If they have it, if the police have it, the police chief, and I, I, I think the police have done a great job. Don't get me wrong. I think the police have been great in terms of what they have revealed, obviously, and we'll talk about it in a second. The response to the shooting itself was incredible. It was amazing. The only thing I would say is that I wish that, I wish that somebody had been there with a gun to begin with because it still took the police 14 minutes to get there. When they got there, it was great. When they got there, it was wonderful, but it still took 14 minutes. And in that 14 minutes, you had people who were killed because they were Christians. And when you die as a Christian, you, that makes you a martyr. So I wanted to put a spotlight on those martyrs today. St. Evelyn, St. Haley, St. William, St. Mike, St. Michael, St. Catherine, St. Cynthia. They are in heaven today, and Audrey Hale will be in hell for all of eternity. And God has sent her there. But the folks who arranged the meeting were two heroic officers named Officer Rex Engelbert and Officer Michael Colazzo. And I know if you watch that video, I watch that video, your heart is pumping when you're watching that. The adrenaline's going because you have no idea what's going to be around that next corner. Textbook uh, maneuvers, textbook technique, no hesitation whatsoever. And you really have to look at the symbolism of that event. They're at one point, they're stepping over a child's body that's lying in front of a cross that's on the wall. While there is a murderer cackling demonically at the end of a hallway, waiting for these warriors to go and deal with it. There's a lot of layers to this situation, folks. There's a lot of evil out there. And if you think that this is not something that is taking place on the spiritual level, if you don't think that there's a spiritual element to it, then you are completely lost and you're going to misread what's going on in our world today and in our society today. They are targeting Christian children. This is not the first time they've done it. 
And there is a book that told us that one day this would happen. Well, it's happening. And so are we going to step up and defend our children and keep them safe? Or are we going to allow it to keep happening? I say no. I say absolutely not. And that's why when Charlie asked me, he said, are you going to continue to support these bills? I said, absolutely. You've got to keep supporting them. You've got to keep supporting this movement. We have to understand what this means for our kids, for their kids, and the future of our nation. This is the big play for Saudi Arabia. They believe that their economic future lies in the East. China is the most important market for an energy producer. And Saudi Arabia has been fighting it out with Russia in terms of who's going to be the top supplier to China. There's also been this battle for India, another really major source of oil demand. So this deal locks in you know, China as a significant buyer of Saudi crude over multi-decades. Folks, Let's just take a moment here, if we can, because I, it, this is an appreciation segment here on Human Events Daily, an appreciation segment for all the hard work of the Biden administration, the State Department, Vicki Newland, Tony Blinky, <laughs> Sullivan, all of them out there, Jake, uh, Jake Sullivan, because your phone policy, it's just been amazing. Just so wonderful. I mean, look, just look at these. I'm, look, I'm just reading this on my phone right here. Saudi Arabia's oil giant Aramco signs deal to build a $12.2 billion oil refinery in China. The Russian deputy foreign minister has stopped all Russian-related notifications, or excuse me, nuclear-related notifications to the United States, including warnings about test launches, so the Russians are pulling out of all of the nuclear agreements. They're not even going to tell us about the nuclear agreements anymore. That's wonderful. Russia has announced a new deal with India to substantially increase oil supplies. The Kremlin saying the hybrid war with the West will continue for a long while. And, oh, here we go, another one. Saudi Arabia has just joined the China-led Shanghai Cooperation Organization as a dialogue partner, a first step to full membership. And the, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization um, many have said it's it's similar or it could become um, something along the lines of an Asian NATO at some point. So amazing, just amazing work from the Biden admin. You guys are truly the adults that have returned to the room after the chaotic years of peace that we had for the four years that President Trump was in office. No, no. Now it's time. Now we, we want more chaos. We want more anger, more danger in the world, when America is standing to just completely collapse, just completely collapse on every front. We want everybody cutting deals with our adversaries. And you know, and by the way, if you think for a second that Europe is not eventually going to be going this way economically, Europe is already cutting these deals with China. They're already Huawei, TikTok, it's going to be all across Europe. The German domestic industrial base that was just waxed because of the bombing of Nord Stream, again, Joe Biden, who do you think they're going to have to deal with now? Who do you think is going to be coming in backfilling Germany, backfilling all those goods across Europe? Who's going to, it's going to be China. Okay. China is going to clean up. They're going to clean up completely because they've got us by 
the fortitude, if you will. They've got us exactly where they want them. They've got the Europeans exactly where they want them. And they've got the Russians exactly where they want them. Because Russia is forced now to deal with China because the West has completely kicked them out and shut the door utterly to them. So we've driven the entire world into this package with China against us at the same time that we are in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, our leaders are in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, literally in some cases, like the case of Hunter Biden, but in many cases, it's just money, like the rest of the Biden family. Hunter Biden was just the one that sealed the deal, the icing on the cake, if you will. You people need to wake up. You need to actually understand what's going on. When, when the United States was founded, 1776, Declaration of Independence, the Constitution that came after, the war that was fought with the British Empire, the United States was set up as a nation state. We were not set up to be part of the globalist system. We were checking out of the globalist system of the time, which was the British Empire. Do you understand that? Do you get that? We were going to build our own mercantile economic system that operated, obviously we would trade with the world, right? But we would never be subservient. We would never have to be. Why? Because we had this massive nation and then two huge oceans on both sides of us providing for that security. So you would have all the prosperity you would want, full control of the Mississippi River, its delta, and then all the way, Benjamin Franklin wrote this. He said, whoever controls the Mississippi River and the Mississippi River Delta, which of course New Orleans is the main city there, you will control the 20th century, or at least the early part of the 20th century. And he was right. He was absolutely right. We've completely lost sight of the way that our system was supposed to be set up. We've decided to pursue this goal of being the globalist leaders. And there were people who made billions and trillions of dollars off of the backs of this. By taking all of those industries that we had in the United States, energy, manufacturing, and then putting them in different parts of the world, the pharmaceuticals and the manufacturing, go to China, get jobs to ship to Mexico through NAFTA, businesses that in many cases don't come back. And so by building this global economic empire, it gutted the South, it gutted the Midwest, it gutted the Rust Belt, left the American people completely in the lurch, while the elites, I mean, they get their power, they get their money, they get their influence. But what happens if the Chinese Communist Party realizes that you owe them and they don't owe you anything. Now who's in the driver's seat? Now it's Xi Jinping. They played you like saps and it didn't have to be this way. We could have gone a completely different direction after the events of Tiananmen Square, but instead, George Bush Sr. cut the deal with the Chinese Communist Party to create the new globalist system that we have now. That's just completely going under. We are being bought off and our people are being turned into serfs. Folks, as the parallel economy continues to grow, 
We've seen a whole ton of these conservative coffee companies come and go. And I look, I held off. I did until I found one that I really liked. And that's why I'm so happy to tell you about Blackout Coffee. It is not enough to simply taste great. You want to be proud to support the company, knowing that they align with your conservative values. And that's what I'm telling you. Give them a try. Look, I've tried these guys. They're amazing. I got to restock right now because the ones that I had, I drank all of it. I'm telling you, I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company that is 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support and shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic and accept no compromise on taste or quality. Go to blackoutcoffee.com poso and use promo code poso for 20% off your first order. Stop giving your money to woke companies that don't care about you and stay true to our values. We'll have to wait a little longer to find out whether former President Trump will be indicted for hush money payments made to a former adult film star. The grand jury considering those charges won't meet until tomorrow, and it won't be considering this case then, although the jury could be presented with evidence or vote at any time. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is investigating whether former President Donald Trump illegally paid hush money to cover up an affair. On March 23rd, this video with more than 2 million views was posted that appears to show Bragg announcing he's dropping the case. After an extensive, thorough investigation has decided to drop all charges against Donald Trump. The phrase Trump charges dropped then became a trending Google search. So let's verify. Is the video of District Attorney Alvin Bragg saying Trump's charges were dropped real? Our sources are the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, a statement by former President Trump, and New York University's School of Law. The viral video was originally posted by conservative commentator Jack Posobiec. He has a history of producing satirical deepfake videos that manipulate the audio to change what the subject is saying. We did reverse video and image search and found the original video was actually posted more than a year ago in January 2022. Bragg was part of a panel at NYU discussing his recent election and plans for office. He never talked about the investigation into President Trump. In both videos, Bragg is wearing the same outfit and the background is the same. However, in the fake clip, the audio and lip movements don't match what he's saying. It was my dream to be an attorney, to stand for the law and put criminals behind bars. Also, on the same day that Posobiec posted the video, Trump sent his supporters a newsletter saying the case hadn't been dropped and there's no announcement about the indictment on the DA's website. So, no. The video of District Attorney Alvin Bragg saying Trump's charges were dropped is not real. The case is still being reviewed by a grand jury. See, here's the thing, folks. DA Alvin Bragg has not been able to get it up. He has not been able to finish the case. And so the reason that the pre-creations that we've been making have been getting so much attention and have been so commented on by the left to the point where you look at this, they have to do entire investigations to determine whether or not. We say right in the tweet, I said right in the tweet, this is a pre-creation. It's stated explicitly. And then I say it's a speech that will take place next week. So 
they're doing this whole like we investigated with reverse image searching and we looked at the uh, the background with special spectral analysis of the background of the image and the manipulated foreground image using our colored light spectrometer. You know, like your Inga and Spangler in the Ghostbusters or something. I told you it was a pre-creation. It's right there in the tweet. So what that tells me is that to the verify people, your followers are so stupid that you can't read the words that say, this is a pre-created speech. Pre-created, not real, it's satire. It's very, very obvious. But what's amazing though, is that here's the reason that they have to keep doing this. Look. Every time the media runs a fact check or the big tech platforms run a fact check, it's because you put points on the board. And what they're trying to do is slow the spread or slow the growth of any um, media. Typically, typically it is media. And actually, um, I think Mr. Beast talked about this recently, that we've now reached the first time in social media and all of the internet where the same form of media can go viral on every platform. What do I mean by that? So take that Alvin Bragg video that we did, and it did, you know, I think just my initial tweet of it, something like 2.53 million thereabouts, I haven't looked at in a minute, uh, views. But that tweet, that video then gets clipped, and then that can be put on Instagram, that can be put on Facebook, that can be put on Truth, Getter, um, uh, Telegram, and even, not by me, but just gonna say it out there, probably put by people onto TikTok. And so that video is going to go more and more and more viral. So that's what's actually going on. And because we put points on the board by doing that, and of course, I'm sure people have taken it and removed the context of me saying that it's a pre-creation, that it's going to go viral across the entire internet to hundreds of millions of people, just like their stuff does. Because here's the thing, our side, we don't have hundreds millions of dollars of budgets, right? That's like, that's like, we're just a couple of guys who just make this in the office. You know, we sit there and we say, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he was talking about pudding? Wouldn't it be funny if he mentioned something about, uh, about the chipmunks, right? Fat Alvin. I mean, come on, right? So all we have on our side is intellect and technology. And because we are using that and the fact that we are, we are telling the truth. Yes, we are using pre-creations to tell the truth because what we're doing is revealing the truth. Because this person, Alvin Bragg, is a liar. So many people in our society today are liars. So to reveal the truth about a liar is actually an act in furtherance of truth because we're revealing his lies. This guy's lying about trying to charge the former president of the United States, someone who is currently also running for president of the United States, with a felony based on no underlying crime whatsoever. Because even the activity that they've alleged is not criminal. It is not of a criminal nature at all. What they're doing is they're trying to use the machinations of government, of the judiciary, of lawfare, and in this case, actual tyranny 
to put someone on trial and charge them because of their political beliefs. The same way they're doing to Doug Mackey right now in the Eastern District of New York, the same way they did to Bannon, to Flynn, to Roger Stone, to countless others, the J6 detainees. All right. We need to understand where we are in this country. Know what point of the movie you're in. If you understand what time it is, then you understand that it's time to start fighting back. And guess what? We're going to use humor and we're going to use satire and we're going to use pre-creations and we're going to use memes and we're going to use network warfare. And we're going to use every single tool at our disposal because we're never going to stop standing up for freedom. We're never going to stop fighting for freedom. We're never going to stop any of these movements that we've been making at all. And here's why. Because we know that we're right. And I'm not interested in having a conversation with someone that wants to turn my four-year-old into a little girl. I'm not interested in having a conversation with someone that wants to mutilate little children. No, I'm done. All Or people that would condone it or people that would enable it. You know what I'm interested in doing? is defeating them. We're going to defeat them and we're going to defeat their ideas and we're going to do it with every means at our disposal. That's why they're trying to criminalize memes right now. That's why they took Doug Mackey and they charged him because they want to take that standard and use it on everyone. You know why? Because it's effective. Tell you what though, tell you what, to the folks at Verily or Verify, whatever it is, don't worry, guys. I'm going to be sending a lot of work your way. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay a short.